Welcome back to another episode of the Hip Hop Heads Podcast. Yes, sir. We're back. We're back. G-Man's got them flows that's replenishing. And grams of that dro, that's my medicine. I've never been uh, afraid of other MCs because I diminish them. Mortal Kombat say to mine, nigga, because I finish it. I'm a creep so deep like a heartbeat, like a bench player. Man, you never want to start me. Not hardly do you ever scar me. Still, I smoke blunts like I was with Bob Marley. It's ungodly how I go hard. See, pass me the car. Key. Let's go fucking party. Okay? Where niggas be at drinking on. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back to another episode of the Hip Hop Heads Podcast. H cubed up in this bitch. Yeah, yeah. We are back bringing you another regular episode. Regular this week. episode. You know, we had a slight delay. Yep. With the album review, but it's coming next it's com- week. It's coming, it's coming. It's definitely coming, so stay tuned, man. Yes, sir. And I guess we'll just go ahead and jump off right into these little topics that have been going on for us recently, or been going on in the industry recently and everything. So I guess we'll start out first off, uh, let's start out with some good news. Uh, JT from the City Girls got out. Yes, sir. She the is. Hot Girls out. Yep, it's about to be a hot girl winter. Hot girl winter. <laughs> They're going to figure out a way to, uh, to, to monopolize that. I'm and, telling you. And mon- and she, or should I say monetize that? Right. And she's got a new She got a new single out called First Day Out, which I actually meant to listen to before the yeah, episode I, today, but I, I definitely passed the fuck out. Nah, I hate you. I hate you. I hate you. But, you know, like I was saying before the show, um, I've, I mean, I've not only have I heard myself, but I've also heard many people say that she's probably a better rapper. Like, yeah. Like, actual, you know, rapper out of... Uh, the city girls yeah so um yeah i mean i feel like this is big news for uh for the group as a whole um obviously uh for those who don't know uh what's uh what's the young miami young miami yeah young miami uh just had a baby so yep. congratulations so much for hot girl summer but, hey, you know, it is hot girl winter's coming <laughs> now that the yeah, baby's here yeah, now the baby's here yeah she's gonna change up but nonetheless you know um e- e- uh, it's just, I guess, you know, it's good to have her back in a sense of, uh, for the group, you know, obviously. Yeah, it's always good to see a group, like, actually come back yeah. with all of the members. It was like, it was like when, uh, well, you want to take off got back. Or yeah. Take, yeah, yeah, take off got out of Yeah, yep. Mm-hmm. So. And it, oh, actually, it was Offset. Offset, there you go. Yeah. I thought it was him. And then it's crazy because Offset took the fuck off when, when, uh, when he got home. Funny that you say that. That Offset took off. Uh, uh, <laughs> hey, pardon the pun, man. Pardon yeah. the pun. <laughs> but yeah, congratulations uh, to the City Girls because they're now in uh, at full power. I guess yeah. you want to say. And, and, and you know, obviously, you know, it, it's because you could argue that they had some, or yeah, I guess they had some pretty big singles while she was locked up. Yeah, that's very true. So um, you know, they had the Swerve joint with Cardi B, which is huge. It had act up. That act was up, one of the biggest joints of the summer for the females. Definitely the biggest joint of the summer for, for females for sure. So um, yeah, I'm just, it's, it's going to be interesting to see, you know, what you know, especially with the rap game now. You know what I mean? There's so much out there. Yeah, very it's interesting to see what, what goes on. But. It's really, I think it's really going to be interesting in the next. couple really going to be interesting in the next couple of years uh, simply because there are so many females in the rap game now so oh, we're really sure. going to get like a, a big difference in what's going on in the, in, in the, in the industry and for for the actual ladies side we're not just going to have like one or two that's dominating right now we, I, I feel like we're going to have like multiples yeah very very soon there's going to be just be multiple f- females out here just killing it no I agree I agree and um, you know like you said uh until recently, it's been kind of like a one artist dominated type of thing. Yep. But now you got City Girls, you got Meg The Stallion. Yep. 
You know, obviously Nicky's still in there. Cardi's in there. You got Cash Doll, Asian Cash Doll. Cash Doll, Asian Doll. You got Rico Nasty's yep. popping up and doing making noise. Exactly. Even that girl who made the Moose song, she's actually like a halfway decent. Is she? Yeah. Oh, so she, uh, the uh, Doja Cat, she's in there too. Okay. Um, yeah, man, definitely. I feel like it's definitely uh. I'm a cow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's definitely a um a good thing for uh you know females in the game right now. Yeah, it's uh, always good to have that diversity. Hell yeah, man. absolutely. I feel I like mean, we got 101 different niggas in the game doing the same fucking thing. Yeah, and that's the so, crazy thing. That's the crazy thing about so. it. It'll be it'll definitely is nice to get that 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 variation going. For on. sure. I, I think you're right. That is really really good for what's what's about to happen in the industry. For I feel sure. like it's about to be really strong. Oh, and by the way, uh, Young Miami named her daughter. Uh, summer Miami. So I guess, you know, keeping it Miami 150% yeah. Yeah. and always keeping it a hot girl summer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, now we were talking about earlier about uh, what Future named uh, his son. Oh, which yeah. He just had, which is his eighth son, which is his eighth baby mama. Keep Jesus that in mind, y'all. Um, but yeah, legend, first name, middle name, Airy. See, I can't deal that. That's just some super, super nigga shit. Like, for real. <laughs> like, that shit is ridiculous. It's legendary. And what's his last name? What's Future's last name? Hendrix? Is that his actual nah, last uh, name? Nah, nah. It's, uh. I thought that would be cool if that was his nah, last name. Nah, that definitely would be alright. <laughs> I definitely would be legendary Hendrix. That would be, that's that. vicious. That's actually a good name. Yeah, right? yeah I can th- fuck with that. That, that works. But I, I want to say it's, uh. You know what? I don't know. Well, are you on the train of all these famous people giving their kids these weird ass fucking names? No, I think it's fucking stupid. Like, I'm gonna be honest. If I'm ever famous for any reason, mm-hmm. I, I mean, uh, he would have a Spanish ass fucking name. Probably. <laughs> the most Spanish name. Yeah, the most Spanish. Name. I always said that, like, either whether I'm famous or not, I want to have like my kids have like the mad ethnic middle names, but like yeah, not know. not necessarily not necessarily like black ethnic middle names. So like, give them, like one mad like Chinese middle name, oh, like the like up. the Shushin Kyung or some shit like that, and yeah. or like the, the like the mad like Arabic name or some shit like that. Like, yeah. I just want to have like my kids to have that different middle name, but have like at least a regular first name because <laughs> me and my brother do not have regular first names <laughs> so, so i don't want my kids to right, have to deal right. with that <laughs> no nah, i feel you i feel you but um no i mean trey trey is pretty oh trey is not my real name what's it i'll tell you off camera uh, <laughs> you know you have all that out there nah, you, you know what the funny thing about it is uh, i'm probably gonna forget by the end of the show hopefully i don't so you know we'll, we'll see we'll see. <laughs> we'll see all right and um let me see the next jump let's see T-Pain cancels his concert tour. Yes. I think it was called like the One Up concert tour. But yeah, no, I, I want to say this is the second time he's done it. Or it was like the One Up part two or something like that. Oh, he, wow. Apparently, I actually, um, I looked into the article and one of the things that they were saying was that, um, he, the reason why I guess he pursued this tour as heavy as he did was because he actually got a lot of support in the last, uh, part okay. of the tour he did. So, um, okay. I mean, where's, where, who was the support from? Obviously, it wasn't anybody big enough to actually, like, make a difference. Well, no, what I'm saying is, uh, his last tour did pretty good as far as sales go. Okay. So I'm guessing he, he gauged that, he used that to gauge, uh, that he could do a second one. He could do a second one. I got you. I got and, uh, you know, it that, didn't that, flopped. that yeah, flopped. Yeah, that flopped. And, um, you know, honestly, man, like, I feel like I don't know. I I feel like it hasn't been long enough for T Pain to be like 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 a nostalgia type a nostalgia tour. type yeah. tour. You know what I mean? I like, have to agree with you because you know we were just talking about Bone Thugs or like Dipset or you know whoever mm-hmm. that if they came to town or a couple artists come to town, 
it's 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 definitely a nostalgia thing. It's not it's oh, yeah, not for sure. what's popping right now, obviously. Mm-hmm. So um, I mean, even B2K and Alabama's had their little nostalgia tour run this Probably summer, there. and a whole bunch of little '90s acts that didn't deserve to go on tour <laughs> went on tour this year. <laughs> Solely based off nostalgia, guys. Um, completely, completely, one hundred percent. And it was like it was like a bunch of groups that I don't even remember that were out on tour. Right. Like right. I don't like one group that was supposed to be like a younger version of B2K. I didn't think there was another B2K after B2K, but right. apparently there was, and I just was too old to like give a fuck about it right but um but yeah there was a whole bunch of these nostalgia tours this summer um and i guess like i mean like you said it's it 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 really takes a certain artist to pull that nostalgia pull or that nostalgia feel for you to want to go see them in concert and i think you're right like i don't think t-pain was maybe he wasn't that big enough of a star or maybe people just haven't like missed him enough yet i think that's what it is (laughs) so really like to really give a damn about some shit so nah, i definitely think that's what it is because um you know when you when you think about the artists we were just talking about uh we were you know bone thugs dipset yeah <coughs> excuse me we were talking uh we're talking about people who who came out late 90s yeah mid to late 90s early 2000s so um you know they've been out for a long time now granted t-pain he's in the 2000s but overall you know he came out a little bit later so yeah true um, yeah, so I mean, I don't know, man. I, I, I definitely kind of feel bad. I will say this. Good for him for coming out because he actually is the one who, I think he tweeted it out or something. Yeah, because like he said, I think he said like in a little blurb. I didn't read the article, but the blurb, he was like, someone suggested that I lie about it. And, yeah. And say why we canceled the tour. But he was like, nah, like it was fucking, we didn't have, we didn't have seats. Like, people didn't fucking buy tickets. And that's just, yeah. honestly, it's the smartest thing to do. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Definitely. I mean, that way, you know, there's, not only is there no money laws, <coughs> but, um, you don't have to worry about like, you know, the media saying, "Yo, look at this empty ass fucking arena." Exactly. Coming to see T Pain. Exactly, and it's so. gotta be, a, it's gotta be like, you know, embarrassing just as an act itself. Because I remember something like, um, Brandy. Uh, somebody was talking shit about Brandy, the singer, talking about she only had like two hundred seats sold at a concert, and she's up there doing a whole concert in front of like two hundred some people. I was like, well, that's what you're supposed to do. If only two people, two hundred people Duh. come, and you don't cancel, you go and put on that motherfucking Sorry. show. But I mean, <laughs> I understand why, you know. I went to uh, this is probably like. Two years ago, I went to a show at. Uh, I remember some U Street Music Hall. Yeah. So I went to a show there, and it was an artist called Sa Baby. I don't know if you ever heard of him. So it was a rapper named Sa Baby, um, and you know he. I, I had listened to his mixtape at the time, and I really liked the joint. And um, you know, I, I was like, yo, fuck, let me get, get tickets to the show. They were like ten bucks. You know what I mean? I mean that'll do it. So um, you know, me and a friend went to the show. You know, we get there. And there's probably, I'm not even bullshitting you, dog. I'm not even bullshitting you, son. The show's, the joint says show starts at seven, right? Yeah. We're like, we got there like at seven fifteen, seven twenty. Yeah. Dog, there was no more, no more, dog, than like nine or ten people there. Damn. I'm not even joking, son. They didn't get no more packed than that? Dog, I would say the absolute most uh-huh. was probably like, 30 to 40 people. Damn. And it was crazy, dog. But the crazy thing is, he still put out, he still performed. Hey, fuck it, yeah. You know, what you're supposed st- to do. Yeah. So, you know, he performed and... You I don't know. fell out everywhere. Dog, but it was just, to be honest, it was a little bit awkward because it, it was just like, oh, shit. I've like, never been to such an intimate concert. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> no. I mean, if it was a good show at an intimate concert, that had to be pretty dope. Though, no, no, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was a decent show. Definitely would say it was that. Um, I, 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 I guess he, like, and the funny thing is, right, like, I noticed that when, um, and not to put him on blast, but fuck it, <laughs> but, um, he posted up, like, a story of him with his, with his DC fans. Yeah. But I guess he 
filmed it so you couldn't really tell that most of the room was empty. Oh yeah. But um I, I mean they, they they you get to be an expert in that type of thing of and course. when you when you do it a lot with men in front of the cameras and shit it's like it's like I always tell people, you ever watch a TI video? Notice that TI is always filmed. They're always they're always down like on the floor filming up at ah, him because he's so short. short. Right. And there's a, I can't remember what video it was, but at the end of whatever video it was, it's like him and all his niggas from the video are in a jump. T.I. is purposely placed way in front of them right. and is standing on something, just like, you know, with his arms crossed and everything, just so that he can be as tall as the right, rest of the dudes right, right, in the right, picture. Right. But they shot it at an angle where it doesn't look like he's that far from where all the people are. Like, he's uh, just in front of them. Uh, I, well, one thing I've, I've learned recently is that, uh, like, with cameras or anything like that, is it's literally all about angles. Like, Basically. The girls have taught that taught us that for the last couple years yep. recently. my boy always tells me it's about angles yeah. when it comes to the camera oh yeah for sure like same thing so I, i'm in like a, a film class right yeah and uh like one of the dudes that i'm working with like he's like that's his shit like filming the shit and yeah he'll, he'll be like look man like every t- the difference between like a decent shot to like a great shot is is an angle a lot of yeah. times so um yeah definitely though but yeah, no angles. That's just what it's about, apparently. Yeah, so yeah, I, I need to learn more about that because I don't take very good pictures. No, nah, I hear you. I hate, dog. <laughs> you know, I did not know about the whole like being like on the left side of the of the, of the picture instead of like in the middle. Yeah, and girl, but girls just seem to fucking know, dog. I don't know. I don't know. It's like maybe it's one of them things that's just like naturally intuitive within dog. them. Yeah, I guess. Uh, I don't know, but that shit. <laughs> Suge Knight, his ass is still in jail. Yes, and he's in jail. I think he's a he's fifty. Four right now, oh, and he's in jail at least until he's eighty-one. I don't remember how many years that is. I want to say maybe like twenty-some, twenty-five years, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, he did kill but, somebody. Though, right? Yeah, he did kill somebody. He literally ran them over with a truck, backed up over them again, and then ran them over them again. Oh, so <laughs> like, and it's all on film. So, <laughs> so no, his ass is gonna sit in there. Yeah. Big bad Suge, all the shit that Suge has done in his life, he has given, well, the original story was that he gave his life rights and everything to Ray J Mm. to do with for like TV, movies, all this other shit. That apparently is incorrect. What he did give to Ray J was controlling stake or control or whatever. He's apparently he's in control of Death Row Records now. So he is like the CEO in charge of Death Row Records. Right, right, right. Now, for whatever reason, yeah, I don't know what that means. Suge gave, uh, what is this nigga's name? Wildin' Out? Nick, Nick Cannon. Cannon. He gave Nick Cannon the rights to write a book about it. Yeah. So, but Suge has lived one hell of a life. I don't know if you know all the stories. Well, yeah, I, I, I've seen, like, countless interviews. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Of people talking about how, like, he actually uh, wasn't really, like, a gangster or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, like he kind of went to college, he played football. And I guess he came back and started working as like a bodyguard or whatever the fuck. She kind of did like the original six nine formula. Yeah, yeah. Where so he became affiliated right, with the gangsters. So let me, let me ask you this, right? And then thought he was one. Would you say that Tupac was a six nine kind of like blueprint? <sighs> Tupac, I wouldn't. Uh, have a lot of similarities. Uh, but I don't know because I feel like. As 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 crazy as Tupac moved, I don't think he 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 made as many of the stupid mistakes well, as Six yeah, Nine. Yeah, for sure. Uh, now I don't really because I wasn't that into Tupac back in the day. I don't really know what his gang affiliations or any of that stuff was. Like right. I just don't know. <clears throat> so I don't know if he was really affiliated or if he was just like because Suge was, he was, or you know. Right. 
Well, no, because um, I've seen multiple, like, multiple interviews where uh, they've interviewed uh, pretty much the ex, the blood members that yeah. ran with Shook Knight and everybody. Yeah. Say that uh, that Pac wasn't ever a gang member. Like, he was just kind of like, he was just back by yeah, the gang. Exactly. And, uh, I don't know. Like you said, it has a lot of similarities to a the whole lot of similarities situation. But I don't feel like because Pac, Pac was popular before he got with Suge and had that backing. Mm. Like he is already an established rapper. He had like three or four albums out before he went on Death Row Records. Oh, okay, okay. So he was already established. He didn't need that clout. Right. Six Nine just did it completely for nah, the clout. For sure, for sure. So it was like it was like an added bonus, I guess, for yeah. for Tupac. But it wasn't something that he stressed. He didn't ever claim anything, as far as I remember, especially in the music. Right. But Six Nine was just like it was. They, they moved very. Similarly, except for Six Nine was just all about the clout. Did it so he could be famous. Blah blah blah. blah. Right, it was right. just like kind of like, okay, this is the life that I live. These are the niggas that I hang out with, and because right. I hang out with this nigga right here who happens to be my boss, these niggas come with it. I'll be cool with them. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah you're right. You're right. It's just like my one of my boy has some affiliated friends. I'm cool with them. I don't really know them, but I'm cool with them because I'm cool with him. So, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's one of those situations where like, yeah, yo. You'll be cool enough to the point where, like, if you see them in public, or if they see you, like, better yet said, yeah, they won't like wild out. Exactly. But you obviously not trying to be like cool with you. Yeah, and you're not, but you're not trying to disrespect them at yeah, the same so, time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, life is all about balance. Man. I'm telling you, dog. Life is all about it's balance. A, it's a very careful balance. If you run into a gang member, dog, just look them in the eye and be nice. Though, that's it. I'm just saying, what's up, bro? What's up, bro? Hey, just what's keep, going on, man? Keep it moving. That's keep it. it moving. Keep it short with them. Yep. Keep it real short. Then you get a, you'll fuck around and get a picture taken from a nigga in a, in a fucking, uh, in a Camaro. <laughs> so specific. <laughs> Not cause, dog, in an undercover Camaro. True. And next thing you know, you fucking, uh, you in an indictment. Shit, if this you, was the 90s, you'd be a motherfucking Grand Marquis. <laughs> yeah, go old Grand Marquis, yeah. Now it's, you know, a little Camaro, a little uh-huh. dark tinted Camaro. Exactly. Corner. And then you know you become too cool. The next thing you know, you're an indictment, though. So exactly, let's let's not do that. But um, yeah, I forgot exactly how we got to this road. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, we we was talking about sugar. I, I know that. Oh, but sure. uh, but yeah, no, this this mess with sugar is crazy because I mean, there's a lot of shit to tell. There's the yeah. hanging vanilla ice over the yeah. uh, the balcony to get it to sign away his music rights, and then there's uh, all the shady dealings and the apparently uh, they had uh cops on the uh on the death row payroll that were like security oh, yeah yeah, yeah. No, they, and they're acting like fake gangsters robbing banks and shit so right now nah, I've, I've seen it there's a lot of shit that can come out of the book like with suge i don't know if i want to read a suge book because i've seen a couple movies that have had to deal with suge or tupac and you know suge has been in that joint so i know a lot of the shit that went on with suge from what i've seen there i don't know if i'd be willing to read a book about suge though yeah no i hear you at I least you. not completely about suge if he's part of the story even if it's a big part of the story, I'd right. probably read it. But it's like if it's just Suge, I don't really have. <coughs> I feel like we know everything about Suge except for like just the dirty details. Because I mean, we already know he's a woman beater because he right. beat the shit out of Michelle, just right, like right. Dr. Dre did, and a couple of other women. We already know he's a murderer. <laughs> right, <laughs> we already yeah. know like, he Man. got bad temper. He he's a uh, he, he he's a. I don't want to say a bully because a bully doesn't hang niggas over the side of a fucking building. <laughs> Can't think of a more powerful word at the moment. You know, <laughs> I, I think it's definitely bully. Dog. I ain't dog. never seen no bully hang. I've seen a gangster hang some niggas over the side of a building. I ain't never seen no bully do that shit. Nah, hey, dog. Nah, that <laughs> shit. You, you know, so when that shit happened with Vanilla Ice, right? Like, oh, allegedly, I guess. So. Factual. Oh, so, oh, so it, it's proven. Vanilla Ice has been on record to say that this shit happened. 
Other people who were there have said it's, it has happened. Uh, we know this happened. <laughs> There's no allegedly behind it. No, could you imagine that shit like giving vanilla ice and you got this hot song and hold on, hold on. All right, when, when this shit happened, was I'm guessing the song was already like out for a long time. Oh yeah, it was already a worldwide hit. It was like huge. Yeah, that's why they wanted the rights to it because they knew even if this is a fucking one-time wonder type joint, like this joint is gonna forever live on. Right. And we want the rights to this shit for whatever reason. So, so, <laughs> damn, damn. I, I really wish I could have seen something like this. Like, I wish it would have been like a fly in a room that day because it's like that's why I love. Uh, well, that's why I loved uh, Drink Tramps, because you could get stories like oh, that yeah, yeah. that we weren't really, really privy to. Like We get yeah. all the extra details behind yep, some shit. Yep. I have fallen off on Drink Champs recently. Yeah, no, me too, me too. Uh, it like, it kind of got annoying after a while, because at first they were just like, oh, we're only going to have on Legends. And then they had like like a whole rack of people on there that I, I didn't Duh. even know who the fuck they, they were. They had I was fucking like, Troy Ave on there. Uh, Let's they, be real. Who, who, was the one, who was the one nigga who was talking mad shit at the award show and then got jumped? The light-skinned nigga with dreads? Who did he get jumped by? Gunplay, that's his name. Oh, they had okay, gunplay okay. on there like three times. I was like, who right. the fuck is gunplay? Like, <laughs> if I hadn't known that this nigga got his ass beat in an award ceremony, I wouldn't know who he is. Like, I think, I think it's, uh, against 50 Cent or some shit. Right? I think something like that. Yeah. So, yeah. But it's just like, after a while, you, they, they don't have too many more legendary people. I need to go back on there and look at some of the past joints just so I can look and see for artists that I'm actually interested yeah, in. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Cause I know the, when they had Memphis Bleak on there, <laughs> That episode was hilarious. Oh, yeah? <laughs> you heard about, what is it? It was, uh, Dame Dash and, uh, Dame Dash and Memphis Bleak had a, almost a, a fist fight on a jet plane, like on a private plane. And Nori was on the plane, pretending to be asleep. <laughs> Watching them go at it. <laughs> so it was funny to hear Memph tell the story with like Nori just chiming and all this random shit talking about well, I was trying to I pretended I was asleep. I wasn't trying to be in this month. Right, right. <laughs> Hell yeah. But um but no, nah, like I I love shit like that. I wish more people like they did more straight up stories like that, which is why I need to go back and check them out. Yeah. But um but yeah, that's the Suge Knight. I don't know if y'all are interested in the book or if Death Row Records is actually still a thing and Who's who's on Death Row Records? Mean? I mean, Death Row Records was just the name of the record label that no, he no, had. But, well, no, <laughs> no. What I'm saying is like, what does it even mean that Ray J has the possession of, or the the, I guess the power to? I guess it just means that he's like should now at at the at the jump. He makes all the decisions. I know, no, I know. But what I'm saying is, like, uh, Death Row Records hasn't had that i know it has had any artists that's what i'm actually looking at right now as i'm trying to get my computer to work correctly death records because as far as i know it went defunct back in the day well if it's still active it's been active for 27 years because it was been it's been active since february 2000 or 1992 what am i talking about yeah this one says at its peak death row records is making over 150 million dollars yeah a year let's see uh who's a current artist on that thing though i see nothing but former artists Although Death Row was employing fa- enjoying financial success, it was embroiled in controversies, lawsuits, and violence by its artists and associates. It filed for bankruptcy in 2006 and was auctioned to Wide Awake Entertainment for $18 million in 2009. Oh, yeah. 
so apparently i don't know if this means that it's a subsidiary of wide awake entertainment or if they're going to bring it back as its own thing uh let me see hold on on january 2009 death row was successfully auctioned to wide awake for 18 million since the acquisition the company has continued to release material under death row previously unreleased material from snoop dogg corrupt danny boy crooked eye sam sneed lbc crew and oftb <laughs> okay so the company that owned them originally went bankrupt uh so in 2013 entertainment one and <clears throat> purchased their death row rights and catalog they invested 175 million in the contents what year did you say that one that was uh, entertainment one no what year uh, 2013. So they are under entertainment. They are a, they're a subsidiary of Entertainment One currently. Mm. But I don't see an actual list of like current artists. I only see previous artists. Is there any artists under Entertainment One? Okay, so under artists, they've got the only people that I recognize are Blueface, Brandy, The Game, uh, Snoop Dogg. Wu Tang are under Entertainment One. Wu Tang? Yep. Or oh, Entertainment One Productions. Under Entertainment One label, um, they've got a whole rack of artists. Looking at them, none that I know of. So, there's that. Right. <laughs> yeah, so pretty much nobody. Pretty much nobody on, on uh, Death Row Records right now, so. We'll see if that changes or if it remains the same, and I'm pretty much expecting it to remain the same. Oh, yeah, yeah. Especially with Ray J in charge. Yeah, I don't even know how that's going. All right, so uh, the next thing that we're gonna talk about is the uh, obviously we have to talk about the six nine situation again. Ooh. Still, I believe an ongoing situation. We got to find out how much time six nine is gonna get. Yeah, because I don't think they've said that yet. No, they haven't announced his uh, sentencing yet. But uh, nonetheless, obviously, you know where there's a. a Pretty much what I'm trying to say is, I'm sorry, I'm a little smack. But what I'm trying to say is, my fucking Showtime order for a documentary on Six Nine on the whole uh, case. I, w- I want to say, pretty much. Um, and they're gonna they calling it super villain. Oh, is that what it is? Yep. Oh shit. So I'm like, oh, is this nigga supposed to be like the Joker? Like, what the hell's going on? <laughs> Yo. So I mean, I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm definitely gonna watch that. <laughs> I'll I'm, check it out. I'm not. I'm gonna I want to watch certain reenactments of how shit happened. I'll at least check out the first couple episodes, just like I do everything. Of course. Dog. You know, did, did you also, well, speaking about 6ix9ine, did you also see that um, they said that in order for 6ix9ine to get, I guess, the type of protection he would need, it would cost them <coughs> over, a, was it over a million dollars a year? Probably. I Easily. Was, I think it was like a million, like a, a million and a half a year or something like that. Jesus Christ. That's one of the reasons they don't want him to do it. <clears throat> Another reason they said uh, before was because it would cost too much to get all his facial tattoos removed. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So he'd have to pay to do that, plus his own security. Right. Who knows if he'd give up all the facial tattoos. Nah, that's I don't one think of his is. most recognizable things. You know? I mean, I don't know. He's definitely came out and said that he's going to keep rapping, so. Hey, okay. Interesting. I mean, you know, it's funny because even though his his uh, core fan base is pretty much a bunch of younger kids that don't really care about switching yeah. or anything like that, but... um. I still feel like streetwise and him moving around is not going to work. Like, how is he going to get a, a tour going? Nobody's going to want him to perform Every at- major city that he goes to, like... They're going to get told no. I don't know. 
Like I said, maybe he's just gonna do a bunch of Skype performances. And <laughs> oh yeah, or, or fucking a uh, hologram. Yeah, true. So that, that shit might work. Like, um, not well, yeah, like the way you go digital recreation. Like he can have a whole concert like here and then just yeah, digitally no, up that, on us, up and around. Yeah, that shit. That'd be pretty dope, though. Yeah, at some point you could probably do that, and yeah. motherfuckers probably wouldn't even know. He's in the secret location, just performing night after night. Yeah. <laughs> and if he's cheap, he just does it once. It's just fuck it. Exactly. Just record that bitch and send it out everywhere. Yep. And have the track of good evening Houston and be like <laughs> good evening Dallas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You let it play one time all the way. Exactly. Shit. But uh this is interesting. They call it super villain because I wouldn't really think to call him a super villain. Yeah, I want to. I want to know the context of that. Like, what? what what's, yeah. What's the whole this? Uh, what's the whole? You know, why they chose that? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I would say definitely he's a bad guy, but a super villain. Like, I want to say that gives a little more like threat and like danger behind right <clears throat> the person that you're talking about and there's really no threat or anything it's just like this nigga folded like a flower yeah and that was basically it like <laughs> yeah and you know i i've heard excuse me i've heard a couple people say um that you know he uh he kind of finessed them at the end of the day because he used them got a career and now they're in fucking jail pretty much and um yeah he has a he's still probably getting money I mean, I guarantee it, Doug. I really do. Now, that being said, uh, you know, it's going to be hard for him outside of it, but, you know. Good luck to him. Yeah, like shit. I don't shit. wish that on anybody. <laughs> Jesus is King is finally here. It's Kanye here, has released it. It came out today. And uh, listened to a couple of tracks on it earlier. Yeah, uh, I was at work. I seen somebody tweet about it or post about it or something on IG. And yeah, I was obviously just like everybody else, interested in checking certain, you know, seeing what it, what it was. And I've, I've heard a couple songs, haven't heard the whole thing. You know, a couple songs are, are decent, other songs not so much. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, I don't know. We'll Pretty much how see. Kanye albums go these days. Yeah, we'll wait and see how that goes. Yeah, I'm going to definitely check it out. I finally, uh, okay, y'all will be interested to hey, know. Hey, look, man, we got breaking news here. You know? <laughs> Break, hey, I told this nigga, right, that this shit felt like when a friend has been dealing with a, like, a complete whore. And all of a sudden, he's like, yo, man, fuck this bitch, dog. My man left his old bitch, dog. Thank the Lord, y'all. <laughs> he switched over to motherfucking Spotify. I finally did it. I broke down. I was like, I had to get a new phone. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to try it. Because you're not the only person who has told me about Spotify dog. and how I need to get down on Spotify. I'm trying to tell you, dog. And I'm going to tell you, like, I put that joint on and I told it a song to play. And then it played 10 successive hits oh, yeah, that sure. I fucking love. And I was like, all right, let me switch this up a little bit. Let me go. And I put on a list for like 2000s R&B. My nigga, I was jamming for hours. Just song after song after song. I was yeah, like, I you know what? Okay, I can fuck with Spotify now. And once I actually started messing with it a little bit and saw that it'd be having a whole albums and shit. Oh, yeah, sure. And it lets you little pick on a little artist so it makes a playlist out of all your shit. I was like, right. yo. Alright, I definitely slept on this motherfucker. <laughs> I told you, dog. <laughs> Look, man. Let me tell you something, dog. That shit is a fucking Stone Age, what you was on, son. Like, I've, dog. <laughs> I've, I haven't had to worry about storage music wise in such a fucking long time. Right? Yeah. At least listening to it. So it's like, man, cause I, I did used to do the same thing. I used to put, um, music on my phone. And, uh, yeah, I just didn't have to do it anymore. But, um, <clears throat> oh, but yes, no, this joint is going to revolutionize my life. 
It's gonna be great. Um, but yes, Jesus King is here. Oh, yeah, Jesus King. That's and like I said, nobody really knows. Um, we have, we don't really know what's going on. Yeah, I mean, is is kind of because I don't know if you've seen, but he had motherfuckers not have sex while they worked on his album. Oh, word. That's that's apparently what he was trying to get them to to feel, but non non marital sex at least. <laughs> and of course, he's saying that as as a married man. So I'm try, saying who's married so to Kim K. Who's married to Kim K. He probably blew her cheeks out <laughs> that Fact. same night. Probably. So, hey man, but shout out to Kanye, man. We're gonna check that shit out. Yeah, for sure. If it's if it's decent enough, you know, we might we might review it. If it's not if it's, decent it, enough, actually, if it's if it's mostly rap, you know, we might review it. And I say yeah. that because it might not be mostly for rap. real. Because there's a very high probability that a lot of it won't be. Yeah, for sure. I'll say this the last time maybe we will <clears throat> we'll actually have something to say about this fucking song but uh Old Town Road has yes. has reached platinum status uh as the song and uh it's he's only the 14th rapper um that's crazy I think they said yeah 14th rapper to ever get platinum status on one of their songs right so congratulations Lil Nas X once again yeah I mean and you know he's he's had decent success with his other song, uh, the Panini joint. Yeah, not a Panini. I I fuck hard with that. Yeah, joint. that joint's tough. That joint's tough. So, I was not expecting that song to be any good, but I mean, like I told you, his uh, his EP was actually pretty all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was, I can't wait for him to actually come out with a project to see what he's really fucking with because he's got a lot of different shit going on, like right, between right. rock, EDM, rap, pop, like it's ridiculous. Right. <clears throat> but he seems to be a talented guy. I hope he doesn't take too long to come back to music because I know he said something about taking a break for a while because yeah. he was so overwhelmed, which which I get because I mean, yeah, I mean it's nice, yeah, it happens. We have the number one song ever at this yeah. point, in and, time. And, and it literally went from him being a regular Joe Joe Blow mm-hmm. to him being Complete a, superstar a world superstar. Yep. So, I mean, I, I get it, I definitely get it, and he's still young. I want to say right, he's probably like. No more than like twenty. I wouldn't say he's older than twenty five, honestly. Yeah, like he does. He looks really, really young still. So for sure. Um, but yeah, congratulations to Lil Nas X on yes, your sir. Old Town Road, which keeps on rolling down the road. Yeah. <laughs> and that's two puns in one episode. Chill hey, out. I'm on it. Yeah, I'm on it. They're gonna boot us from SoundCloud. <laughs> this is worse than saying the seven words you can't say or whatever. <laughs> make it work. We'll make it work. Uh, oh, oh, so, uh, I found it hilarious that Iggy Azalea claps back at, a uh, T.I. I, I didn't hear what the fuck she said. Um, I'm gonna have to bring it up. Uh, I mean, no, I meant, like, I'm gonna have to, like, actually. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, she basically goes on and was like, you know, I don't know why he's saying this now. He wasn't saying that before. I wasn't with him just because I wanted to be on his label. I needed the notoriety. I had fans, and I was a double XL freshman right. before I was with Tip, and blah 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 blah. Now maybe he's just being a misogynistic asshole, and blah 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 blah. I was just like, all right, go ahead, Iggs, defend yourself. But I mean, you were like, you had yourself a moment, like yeah. for real, for real, a moment. And then you made him some money. You made yourself some money, and, and then you over. just couldn't follow it up. Yeah, and I mean, I've listened to your little EP that, or your technically two albums that came out, because one of them technically got shelved because it didn't it didn't do anything. They couldn't play your like your your lead single like had no traction whatsoever because oh, it was shit. trash. Right, and then uh, they came out. <clears throat> she came out with that joint and it was trash. Then she came out with the new joint she just came out with. She got a joint with Tiger that's all right, but I mean, it's basically just a shaking ass song. So I mean, you know, you don't have to do much on that joint. And I'm sure probably Tiger carries most of the song. Oh yeah. So, but I mean, it's but it's it's just like you know. He doesn't, he, he sees that, like, he's like, as a producer, as a music producer or a mogul, and I feel like that's the, the one mistake that I had. 
Right, right, right. Honestly, it was because she couldn't maintain what she did, even with a little, even with all the pushing that you did. And then she talked herself into fucking everything else up. So like that had nothing to do with you, but you're the one that put your neck out there for her. So yeah, I understand why you would feel like it was a mistake yeah. on your part. But I mean, like at the same time, I feel like she has the right to defend herself. But I mean, she doesn't really have too much of a leg to stand on because your music has been trash. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. You can't even get like pop music that sounds like the music that you made to be popular. So like, right? No, that's true. That's definitely true. And we all know that it was Tip that helped you write all that shit. So I mean, I don't know, man. Like. And then I feel like it was like a um, snowball effect with Iggy Zed and stuff with the little the little freestyle she did. Oh god! Well, not not only that, actually, she has two freestyles that she did. Yeah, but they stayed bringing that one up because the one that she did on what was it? Uh, Sway in the morning. morning, That one was fucking like I don't even know what the fuck she was doing. At least she was trying to rap on the first one. It was just complete garbage. It made no sense. Yeah, and most of it I don't really feel like it was English. Like, yeah. What the fuck was she trying to say? But I mean, when you do that to yourself, like if you know you're not a freestyler, why are you trying to go out there and freestyle for people? I agree. I agree. You gotta know your strengths, dog, and work with them, dog. Basically, don't work against them. Work with them, yeah. And I feel like Iggy Azalea is one of those people that's never really gonna have that great of a solo career, but she'll probably make a really good career out of like catching on people's shit. Because when she's yeah. when she's like on a pop song with somebody like that that whole time when she was hot with her joints she had Rita Ora singing one of them mm. she had what was the other girl's name singing the other joint uh Iggy song yeah the I'm so fancy or oh, the Charlie XCX pop chick is that, is that her? yeah she had her singing that joint then she gets on the Ariana Grande song and lays a pretty vis- nice verse and then she gets on the song with uh oh, what She's on a joint with Jennifer Hudson. That was pretty good. And then there was another one that I'm forgetting, which was a pop song that she was on somebody else's shit. And it was all right. But it was just like when she's by herself, the music is just not like that. But yeah. if she's on somebody's shit, it seems like she's just that much better of an artist. Yeah. Oh, she's on that other, that T.I. song, No Mediocre. Oh, yeah, you're right, you're right. But you know, you know what I, you know what I realized, right? Like, like um, I feel like when you're getting on somebody else's song... They already have the formula of the song. You yeah. Know what I mean? they, they, they have certain flows, cadences that you might not imitate, but like you're at least built around it. You yeah. know what I mean? So I feel like it's easier to do that than to make your own actual song from scratch. Which is probably why she's a lot better yeah. at that type of oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. And, and then it makes <laughs> sense. It makes sense because, like, you got to think, right? Most times, well, maybe not most times, but a lot of the times, the feature rapper will, I don't want to say mimic, but like he'll do something similar. To yeah, what the, the main uh whoever the artist is, whoever the song's artist. But see, it's a little bit different if you're a rapper and you're on a pop star song. Well, yeah, that's true. so that's like true. that's why I was saying she does better with those pop singers yeah. versus with most of the rappers, at least that I've seen, because I've never really seen her together with too many rappers on a track, right, right. except for like, I think it was her and Tyga at this point and her and Ti. That's the only two I can really think of. Right. Um, but every time that she's on a pop song with somebody who's like a pop singer. It hits like it's actually like an all right song, yeah, yeah, and because she had another one with a pop singer named Mo, who's from Europe somewhere, and um, she's the one that sang that um that Lean On by Major Lazer. Remember that joint? Oh yeah, she's um, the one that sang the words to that. Yeah, I know, I know yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Um, but yeah, whenever she has someone like that, it's it's a weird formula I've noticed with her. Right, like right. I don't, I just realized that. Right. <clears throat> but anyway, Iggy. I said, get over yourself. <laughs> and to be quite frank, man, go back to twerking Popeyes and chicken. It's, it's racist. Hey. Actually, that wasn't even Popeyes. It oh, was yeah, KFC. KFC. <laughs> it was disrespectfully racist. It was disrespectfully racist. <laughs> Couldn't have been a classy racist, bitch. You, you had to be disrespectful. Jeez, dog. 
I'm gonna be honest with you, dog. The only thing good about KFC, the only thing, is their fucking sides. I'm telling you, that's it. it. That's it. Their potato wedges is yep. fire. The macaroni's the macaroni's all right. All right. The, 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 the mashed potato and gravy. Yeah. The green beans is vicious. Yeah. They have a couple things here and there. Yeah, I have to say, you're right. It's the only thing. Go there and get sides. That's it. That's, that's the it. only thing is worth. I'm not getting no fucking chicken. Nah. Don't get nothing. Though. Don't get no tenders. Don't nope. get no nothing. Nope. Nothing. That's All it. It. they gonna give you nothing but breaded nothing. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> breaded, breaded air. They don't give you breaded air. <laughs> awesome. And uh, the last jump I had. Well, two two more things actually. Two more things before we get into our new segments. Uh, Drake gets a hundred and fifty grand Raptors championship ring. Yes, sir. He didn't get the exact one that they got, but he basically had the jeweler make him a replica. Right. And I think he added some more shit to it because, you know, Drake. Right. Of course. Of course. <laughs> but he's got his little Raptors ring because, you know, he's part of the association and he worked real hard uh, getting them guys ready for the season and getting them through the uh, through the entire season and through that championship run, through the through the playoff run right. and right up there to the championship because Drake was so instrumental in the development of the Toronto Raptors for the 2018-2019. I'm completely talking bullshit, as you can fucking tell. Yes, yes. But this nigga, like, again, just tries to prove that he is... What he, what he wants everybody to think he is. Yeah, and but he has, like, nothing with this organization. Like, it's just like, you're uh, just a super... You're a rich fan. That's what it is. You are a rich fan. As true as that is, right? <laughs> As you're 100% correct, right? But I do feel like he does kind of like, at least in the playoffs, I would say, he does kind of hype up the team. And as it is an annoyance factor to the other squad. That's really what it was. Because what was it? Uh, they, they were complaining about that the entire playoff run last season. Yeah, no, you're right. Drake you're right. being an annoyance the yeah. entire time. Yeah, no, that's true. That's true. And I want to say that like, the referee was like, yo, like, you can't be wilding out, dog. Like, Pretty you got to stay in your seat. Yeah. But you know, Drake is going to be Drake. Like I said, rich niggas do what the fuck rich niggas want to yeah. do. Yeah, no, that's it. That's it, dog. That's what I really gotta say about that. I mean, this, this, this nigga spent 150 grand. Yeah. On a ring. Yeah. I mean, on a replica ring. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm sure it's a real ring, but it's just a replica. I mean, yeah, it's a real ring, but it's a replica of what they actually. Yeah, have. yeah, yeah. Facts, facts. So technically replica, but you know, yeah. you paid enough to make the replica real. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess that's the difference between being rich and poor is that you're when you're rich, your replicas are still real. Basically, like. It ain't the real Joe, you know. It's got a couple little extra diamonds here and or, shit. Or the stitching know. might be a little off, you know what I'm saying? Or whatever. But well, that was a personal stitch that they added for me personally. Hey, yep, yep. It matches the cut on my on my hairline. Trying to tell you. <laughs> Trying to tell you. But uh, the last jump I wanted to talk about today was uh, I don't know if you guys have seen it. There's an artist called I'm gonna say his name is Jakes J E K S. Um, he's out of uh, I think they said Greensboro, North Carolina. But he in Miami in this. Uh, empty parking lot on this big ass wall. Yeah. Free handed a mural of oh, both yeah, members yeah. of Outcast, Big Boy and Andre 3000. It looks immaculate. It looks like a picture. Like it literally yeah, looks like a really black does. and white photo. It does. It really uh, does. If y'all haven't gotten a chance to see it, I would say check it out. You can go to his Instagram, which is at J E K S underscore N C. Um, and check it out for yourselves. Uh, it's really, really well done. And we just want to say shout out to you, uh, yes, Mr. Jakes. Uh, you did a fantastic job for a fantastic, legendary music group. And I like, I like, I love it when people do this type of shit. Right. Like, there's the Biggie mural in Brooklyn. There's the pun one in the Bronx. Um, now they have one there. I want to say that, uh, 
I don't know if there's a mural of Nelly somewhere in the Midwest. I want to say I remember someone doing it. Right. But, I mean, I know there's like there's pock murals all in Cali, the- all over the place. You know, like, I love it when people take their, their love of the culture and transfer it into into art yeah. and make it that big so that it gets that noticed so that people will be less likely to actually take it down. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you're right, you're right. Because it, it also gives a, a different aesthetic to the neighborhood where it's at. Right. You know what I'm saying? No, that's true. That's and true. also, if you think about it, that type of shit becomes tourist attractions. And that means the entire neighborhood around there flourishes because someone painted yeah. something of one of their favorite artists. No, yeah, for sure. So, I mean... You know, I, one, one question I've always had about that shit is right there, like... You kind of have to make sure you get it perfect. You know what oh, I mean? yeah. Like, like, perfect. Like, perfect. And, and, and God, I feel like that alone is a skill on its own. It's like not, like... Because any little mistake could cause you to fuck up the whole shit. Especially exactly. if it's like a, you know... Whatever, it's but. just a fucking wall, yeah. yeah. But it's just like this nigga did it freehanded. Like he just went in. There. I think they said he did it in like a day or two. I was like, this big ass wall. He did this yeah. intricate ass painting, dog. And it was just him, or it was, it was just him. Oh yeah, that's fucking talent right there. So like, big ups to you, man. Yeah, like shit. Like All right, shit. well let's go ahead and slide into our new segment. Yes, sir. Uh, we call it Petty All the Time. All right, so go ahead first. We actually we have we each have one this week. Yes, sir. So I'm gonna let you go first, sir. All right, y'all. So if y'all guys haven't been keeping up with the Breakfast Club, first of all, shout out to Charlemagne. Yeah. Uh, you know DJ Evie went at it with DJ Mel, so I don't know how I feel about that nigga. And Angelie, she be sounding kind of stupid sometimes. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just keeping it real. Though. She's the one that like she she's the one that kind of pisses me off because she's like she's the one that's like. Trying to be the least controversial all the time, I feel like. Yeah. Even though she be trying to stir up shit. Dog, she do. And that's, dog, not for nothing, but that's what girls do, dog. Mm. That's what y'all do. Y'all like to act like y'all not doing shit, but in reality, y'all know what the fuck y'all doing. So, look, man. Pretty much, man, if y'all guys haven't been keeping up, I want to say it was uh, maybe like, it was shortly after Gucci came home from jail. When he went on on the Breakfast Club, you know, it was one of his first interviews, I want to say. Yeah, I think they were his first interview after he got out. Could be. Definitely could be. So, um, during the interview, Angela Yee was saying something to, uh, to Gucci. And Gucci just came up and was like, oh man, like, you've been on my dick for the longest, da da da, pretty much. <laughs> uh, and yeah, pretty much just came out and was like, just yo. Just being like, Gucci. Yeah, just being Gucci. Like, oh, old, old Gucci's back. So, obviously, Angela Yee denied all of that. Oh, of course. And there was a, a video of, of Gucci being on her old show, which is where he said it happened. Uh-oh. And um, he says something, and Angela Yee's response was very, like, suggestive, I guess is the word. Mm-hmm. So, uh um, we'll go back and find this. Yeah, no, I'm trying to tell you. So, um, obviously, they both stood on their ground. Mm-hmm. Uh, Angela Yee stood on her, and I, it never happened. I have receipts, blah, blah, blah. And then motherfucking uh, Gucci came back and was like, yo, pre- pretty much he, he, he just, uh, yeah, pretty much he just, he just was like, yo, that's, that's bullshit, blah, blah. Um, and then he had an interview with Charlamagne. I don't know if you've seen that. I've seen parts of the interview. I didn't see the whole thing, but I saw when he um he did talk about Angel Lee basically being on his nuts. And um, then he said, he don't know why she's denying it, blah, blah, blah. And then I don't remember how it jumped to this, but he said to he said he's going to smack the shit out of DJ Envy. Yeah, yeah, something, something along those lines. I mean, he said he's going to see him for sure. Yeah, for sure. But yeah. I was just like... Where did that come from? Yeah, nah, I'm, I'm actually very curious about <laughs> We're talking about Angela Yee. Angela Yee. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm get, well, supposedly, I, I've seen a video of him trying to explain it, I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was like that, um, I guess he defended Angela Yee when that shit happened or something oh, okay. like that. And I guess Gucci was like, yo, 
I mean, um, I feel like Gucci the type of nigga that wouldn't just, like, come out of nowhere with, like, an overt lie like that. Like, if she was trying to get at Gucci, I feel like Gucci would have been like, yeah, like, whatever. Like, yeah. she came at me. Right. Like, <laughs> like, I feel like Gucci's not going to lie about that type of thing. Nah, you're right. And that's what I'm saying. Like, and, and to be honest with you, I believe Gucci. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, like I said, uh, he came back and, and just totally let off on both of them. On with with their co-host with their co-host on there. Let's be real, that's pretty fucking that's pretty fucking petty, y'all. Yeah, that's petty so, as um, shit. So shout out to Gucci for keeping <laughs> the pettiness alive. There you go. You know, uh, we just observing the pettiness. We we, we might not be part- well, we are participating, but you know, we might take take a step back in every now and then. There you go. But um, yeah, man. So definitely, we'll go with uh Gucci still having the old Gucci in him. Yes. And, uh, you know, who knows if that ever go away? Probably not. Probably not, because once you're that way, you're that way. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> There's very little roots that might, like, grow out, you know, yeah. the fuck inside of you that's like, yo, this is what the fuck you are, bro. Basically. All right, well, my petty this week is going to come from, of course, the queen of petty herself, Nicki Minaj. Got love Now, love there was this young, young rapper, I don't even remember what the girl's name was, but she was on this show and she was getting interviewed, and the lady was like, so who, you know, are some of these female rappers who... <clears throat> have um, inspired you to become a rapper, right. blah, blah, blah. But she was like, but don't say Nicki Minaj, basically because the woman felt like Nicki Minaj is not a good example for young women. Right. Like, or for young for young girls. She was like, young women and grown women, that's perfectly fine. But for little girls, and I think at the time, this rapper was like 13. Oh, okay. okay. So, so she was just like, oh, blah, 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 blah. So Nicki Minaj, apparently this, this interview was like two years old, though. Right. And apparently it's just now gaining traction. And of course, Nicki saw it and was and goes off like, why y'all gotta tell her to she gotta respect all these rappers that were around and, and active before she was even born and tell her that she can't rock Mickey, that she can't say my name. Well, this always happens. Blah, blah, right, blah, blah, right. blah. Now, number one, Nikki, it didn't even need to be said. Right. Uh, but like, I understand why she got upset about it because the woman was like, well, don't say Nicki Minaj, even though this is obviously someone who you have <laughs> grown up right, watching. Right, right, right. Um, but I understand why the woman would have said it. But at the same time, like, this is just something, one of those things that really just didn't need to be commented on whatsoever. Like, you could have just shut your no, mouth and there, there would have, your day would have been exactly the fucking same, whether you would have said something or not. You know, it's funny, more, more and more Nikki proves to me what I believe about her to be true. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> and it's kind of scary. But, I mean, she's, she's Mrs. Petty at this point. Like, literally yeah, and legally, sure. she is Mrs. Petty. So. Oh, is that? That's her, that's her husband's name or her last oh, name. Oh, shit. I did not know that. Yep. So. Oh, you got to give her the petty. Oh, yeah. You, she, oh, yeah. She's going to be in contention for the petty of the year for sure. And and the, the whole reason that she's getting this is because it didn't need to be said. There was no reason for you to comment on it. And not only yeah, did right. she go off on like, what was it, like Instagram Live or whatever it was. I'm pretty sure she went off on Queen Radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm pretty sure that she went off. Yeah. In some, in like Instagram or Twitter or one of them too, she went off on someone's comment sections because she or was both. commenting on a bunch of shit. Yeah, for so, sure. So, Nikki, you're fucking grown. Like Nikki Minaj, look, I'm gonna ask fucking Google. Let's see it. Hey Google, how old is Nikki Minaj? Nikki Minaj is 36 goddamn years old. When is her birthday? Uh oh, December 8th, 1982. Oh, so she's about to be 37. Yeah. So she is like, and how? And she's a year older than me. Like barely a year older than me. Right. And you out here acting like a fucking teenager every fucking chance you get. Yeah. 
Shut the fuck up. Especially like with her and a new boyfriend. Yeah. Just fucking let shit roll off your back. You don't need to comment on every fucking thing and be petty about every fucking thing. Yeah. Every time that somebody says a minutely negative thing about you or or even like if it's um if it can be classified as about you, whether it's about you or not, you always gotta say something. Just shut the fuck up yeah. and let life live. Like, cause you'll just be a lot fucking happier. Yeah. And everybody will be a lot more willing to deal with you if you just shut the fuck up and don't have an attitude all the goddamn yeah, time. I agree. I so, agree all the way now. That's my petty. And maybe I'm petty as fuck because I can't stand this bitch. So. Yeah, no, <laughs> hey, I'm right there with you, though. <laughs> I'm right there with you, though. Jesus Christ, Nikki. Jesus Christ. <sighs> All right. Well, do you have uh, an album this week, sir? Yes, I do. All right. It's actually, well, I guess it's, it's an album slash mixtape, but it's a uh, Childish Gambino, Stone Mountain. Oh, okay. Came out Stone in Stone uh, Mountain, Georgia. Yeah, Stone Mountain, Georgia. Came out uh, 2014. Uh, it's 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 a Gangsta Grills kind of like. Well, it all right because he kind of starts it off as like saying that him being from Atlanta. He always wanted a Gangsta Girls mixtape. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, he kind of just, it kind of plays off like a, it's, it's almost kind of like a parody type of thing, not necessarily, but kind of has that kind of like structure, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, a lot, a lot of those songs are really good though. Um, so check out Stone Mountain by Childish Gambino, uh, especially if you're a Gambino fan already. So. Okay. Okay, so I'm gonna go outside of my normal thing and okay. I'm gonna actually give y'all a mixtape. Okay. So my gr- mixtape is gonna be by Asher Roth. Uh, it's called the Greenhouse Effect Volume One, which is a DJ drama Don Cannon oh, okay. mixtape. Uh, now Asher Roth is a white rapper from uh, I think uh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, maybe Philly, something like that. He's from he's from PA. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, and actually, like if you listen to him, he's he's not a bad rapper. Like yeah. he's he's a pretty good rapper. And I've always liked him, so I've always stuck with him and listened to his stuff. But uh, the Greenhouse Effect uh, Volume One, there's some random remixes. Like he does, like a a rap over like Toxic by Britney Spears or oh, some shit. or some random shit like that. Like, right. but like his raps are that he can be hilarious, he can be goofy, he can actually right. make you think about some stuff. Yeah. So I would say if you wanna, again, I'm always trying to give everybody a different sound of hip hop because we always talk about a lot of the same type of shit. Yeah, right. a lot of the same type of people. This is a guy who is completely different from. <laughs> what you're probably listening to is like a, and he's not a bad rapper. So give it a chance. The, the Greenhouse Effect Volume One Check it uh, out. by Asher Roth and DJ Drama Don Cannon. Yes, sir. All right. Anything else you'd like to tell the people today, sir? Man, I just want to send a shout out to uh, a loyal listener, my man, Mr. PMJC. Yes, sir. Oh seven. Yeah. I, I want to say he's in the Bay. Yep. Want to shout out to my man from the Bay. Uh, I was having a conversation with him about uh, on Instagram about. Um, Pretty much how uh, E40 and Biggie had like this like situation that happened. Like, did, you, did you hear, ever hear about that? He's told me about it before, but I haven't looked into it. Oh, okay, yeah. So pretty much, yeah, he, he told me about it, and that's something that I really didn't know. And I was like, you know, we were just talking about that. How like I'm not a big fan of West Coast music in general, but specifically E40, I think he's hot ass, <laughs> like hot ass on a summer day. Oh damn! You know what I mean? But hey, that's just me. But um, I don't know. To be honest, and then we just associated it to uh, it being like a West Coast type West of thing. Yeah. Where it's like, all right, it's kind of like if niggas that aren't from DC here go go. Yeah. They're like, oh, what the fuck? What, the fuck is what, this? what is this shit? But it kind of just makes sense to us. Yep. But um, nonetheless, uh, shout out to my man PMJC. You know, listening all the way out from the Bay, man. We appreciate you listening. Always do, sir. 
All right. Well, uh, thank you again for everybody who is listening, has been listening. Yes, sir. Uh, again, I am not prepared, but uh, I'm going to pull up this little SoundCloud giant so we can shout out a few more places. Let's do it. <clears throat> Let's do it, bro. We're giving shouts out to... So country-wise, this week, we're giving shouts out to, once again, Peru, United Kingdom, okay. and Canada, always rocking with a strong yes, Brazil, Russia, Federation is out here. Okay, Russia. Uh, Pakistan and South Africa, France, and Uganda, that rounds out our top 10. Also rocking with Germany, Mexico, Chile, Ukraine, Mongolia, you know, everybody, we always appreciate y'all checking us out. Definitely. Uh, move over to the cities. Austin, Texas is number one this week, baby. Thank you for listening to us down in the dirty, dirty. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, Las thank Vegas, you, uh, Brooklyn, always listening. Appreciate that. Yo, Louisville, Kentucky, yo. Kentucky, bro. Yo, shout out to Kentucky, yo. We're down there getting in, man. Shout out to y'all for listening. Appreciate everybody who listens to us every week. All y'all that communicate with us and everything. We definitely appreciate it. We love y'all for listening. Absolutely. Y'all know y'all can find the podcast at HQ Podcast. And yes, it is all spelled out on Twitter and Instagram. Yes, sir. You can find us on Facebook. Just search out Hip Hop Heads Podcast. And you can find the podcast for your listening pleasure at iTunes, Google Play, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, Speaker, and Stitcher. And uh, that's it for us this week. Uh, We will catch y'all later. Take it easy, beloved. Peace. Peace.